0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Greetings friends. So, this week we have been exploring mm-hmm. wise speech together, the different um, the different teachings, the different questions that Buddha asks us, directs us to ask ourselves. So I wanted to um, to um, do a quick review, as I've already done, in the guided meditation and, and add the last one uh, today, which is so important. And that is, is it the right time? Is it the right time to say what I'm about to say? Is it the right time? And this is particularly important when um, we're saying something that is challenging for the hearer to hear. It's disagreeable, as the Buddha says. But before I get into that, I want to um, share with you uh, the six guidelines that I've said, that I've mentioned. They actually amalgamation of of different parts of the suttas. And and you might have heard only five, and I'm giving six, and you might have heard slightly different ones. So I've brought all of them together because they're also wonderful. I couldn't just choose this and leave that. So in my thoroughness, I've brought them all together and and uh um so I just w- I wanted to share the the sutta references with you. So so uh in uh SN45.8, the Buddha defines also elsewhere as well, so it's not the only place, defines wise speech or right speech, appropriate speech as abstaining from lying, from divisive speech, from abusive speech, and from idle chatter. So these four, not lying, and we talked about truthfulness, right? Um, divisive speech, not abusive speech, uh, and no idle chatter. And then in... An 5.198, uh, he gives five guidelines for well spoken speech, for wise speech. Is it timely, true, gentle, beneficial, connected? Uh, beneficial means connected to the goal of the path and spoken with a mind of goodwill. So usually those five are the ones that teachers teach. But in in another sutta, I didn't write the reference, it's elsewhere in my notes, and it'll take too long to grab. The Buddha also talks about, is it true and factual? He makes the distinction that is it true and factual, not just true. Um, So that's another thing that I've tried to bring in the teachings today. Um And in MN 58, Majjhima Nikaya 58, which I will talk about more today, um, he especially gives additional considerations uh, for saying what is disagreeable, what is um challenging for others to hear. And if it's beyond fact, if, if it's already true and factual and beneficial, one still has to wait for the right time. So timeliness shows up in various teachings, very important. So let's let's talk about that a little bit. So um in let's think, before i talk about the sutta um let's say you want to have a um relationship conversation with with a friend with a serious conversation and yeah all of these um all the um uh guidelines we have talked about yeah they are met what you're going to say is true it is factual it is what happened Um, it, it's going to create harmony, in your relationship. You're going to say it very gently, uh, gentle to the ear goes to the heart. Um, it's beneficial, um, for your growth. Both of you coming closer together, supporting each other, and you're going to be speaking with a mind of goodwill, love for both of you, but your friend is sick right now. They are ill or they've just lost someone or they've lost their job it's not the right time to have this conversation of course it isn't um no matter how much you want to get it off your chest and just have it and get it over with it's not it's not wise it's not the right time um similarly if you if you want to give someone feedback or or uh it's not wise to just put it in an email and send it off and get it off your chest it's kind of actually cowardly you you really want to to reach out, um, have a conversation with them, or reach, actually reach out, make a time, you know, is it a good time? There's something I want to share with you. Just give them a heads up and then set up a time to either have a phone call or, or meet with them in person, even better, and have the conversations, just the right time, create the right circumstances. You never know, you know, they might open the email The a very, very difficult uh, time in their lives if you just don't know what's going on. They might be at a funeral, you know, Leaving a funeral, who knows? Anyway, so the right time is it the right time to say what I'm about to say? Um. In addition to all the other things, so even all the other things are are um, um. Met all the other conditions are met, so I wanted to now share a little bit about this, where the Buddha really gives this teaching, and it is so beautiful. Um, it's Majjuma Nikaya fifty. Um see 58. So Majiman 58. And this is the setup. So here's a little story. So the setup is that um that Prince um um prince abhaya prince abhaya uh has gone to uh Niganta Nataputta and Niganta Nataputta apparently was one of uh, um, Buddha's rivals at the time. So this prince goes to them having conversation, and and then this 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 rival Buddha's rival uh, says, "You know, prince, you can go and refute the words of Gotama, the contemplative Gotama, the Buddha, and you know if you refute." His words, then you will become more mighty. P- people would say, "Wow, Prince Abhaya has refuted the, you know, this wise man's uh, words." And the way you can do that is go to him, go to him, Prince, and say, um, uh, "Lord, would you, uh, uh, Lord Buddha, would you, um, would you say something? Would you say words that are undear, unendearing, and disagreeable?" To others, would you do that? And if the Buddha says, um, uh, see, and if the Buddha says, um, uh, that he would say it, then you would say, Well, what's the difference between you and the run of the mill person who would just say things that are disagreeable to people? And if he answers no, um, then you would say, Well, uh, gosh, then. Um, you know, it's, that's, you know, you're, you're, you're afraid of other people, you know, you won't say something that's disagreeable. Um, and, um, and basically it would be, uh, it would be in a, you know, either way you would get them, either way you would get them. So basically just, there's, there's more detail about this gives to, devas and devitas without getting into the into the details but anyway keeping a, the story short uh, to get to the point um the buddha they're, they're trying to set the buddha up so so the so prince abhaya goes to the buddha and says so would you actually tell would you speak things words that are unendearing and disagreeable for um for others to hear and basically the buddha um is silent and Essentially, he says it depends. It really depends, and then he gives this beautiful teaching. And Prince Abaya, you know, bows and and is is devoted to the Buddha. Anyway, so so here is the teaching, and it's so beautiful. Basically, he says it really depends if if I know it to be, um, and and he basically he gives this table of conditions that if it is. Um And uh, um, if it's unfactual, untrue, unbeneficial, and unendearing and disagreeable to others, of course I won't say it because those other conditions are not met. Now, if it's factual and true, but unbeneficial and unendearing and disagreeable to others, I still won't say it, even if it's true and factual, but there's no benefit in saying it. So I'm not going to say it. If it is true and factual, it is beneficial, but it is unendearing and disagreeable to others to hear. I have a sense of the proper time for saying it. So waiting for the right time. And then he continues. There are three other clauses. If it is unfactual, untrue, unbeneficial, but it's endearing and agreeable to others, this is an important one. So it's not true. It's not factual. It's not beneficial. It's, you know, but it's endearing. Basically, you're saying something that other people want to hear. There's no benefit. It's not even true and factual. He um, doesn't say them. Beautiful, right? So wise, so wise. Um, because sometimes as lay people, maybe we say something that other people want to hear, but it's like, yeah, it's not even factual or true. So beautiful teachings. A couple more of the words of the Buddha. Um, If the the, Tathagata knows it to be factual and true, but unbeneficial, but endearing and agreeable to others, he doesn't say them. So in this case, now we're raising the bar a little more. It is true, but it's unbeneficial. And other people would love to hear it. Um, He still doesn't say them. So if it's not beneficial, um, even if it's true, and other people would love to hear it, it's endearing and, and it's sweet, Still, doesn't say it because it's not beneficial. And I love this last one. I love this last one. So if the tagata knows it is factual, it is true, it is beneficial, and it is endearing and agreeable for others to hear, he still has a sense of proper time for saying them. Why is that? Because the Tathagata has sympathy for living beings. Ah, that just touches my heart. So even if all of those conditions are satisfied, he still says it at the proper time. Proper time. Why? Because he has compassion, sympathy. He has compassion. So this word, sympathy, can be translated as compassion because he has compassion for living beings. Out of compassion, choose the right time. Choose the right time. So... Ah, these teachings are so beautiful and just so wonderful to be able to share them with you. What what a joy, what a delight. So so um, I will put the guidelines, the amalgamated, I've put all of these together. And let's see if sometimes um, it doesn't let me, up. Oh, 200. Okay, I need to make it a little shorter. So guidelines, here we go. Oh, still. Um I'm trying to put them in chat so that you have all the guidelines. I think I need to cut and paste hold on um the chat has a limit of two hundred, so I'm gonna have to put them in two different chats. so I'm gonna post the guidelines. Here is the first set the first three, and I'm gonna post the second three. And here we go. These are the, all the guidelines that I've shared with you and also put them um, on the video. And a couple of announcements are I'm going over time. Just a couple of quick announcements. One is that um, um, uh, Meg Goller. Uh, you'll be in good hands with Meg Goller next week. She'll be uh, joining you from Southern France and substituting for GIL. Um deep, dedicated practitioner, you're a great hand. Another thing I also wanted to share with you is that um, I'm uh, teaching this Sunday morning. I'm subbing for Gail, and I'll be giving a talk, which will be both online uh, and in person, uh, most likely on samadhi, on concentration, and also uh, put my website. There's more information on my website, and I'm also teaching a day long on uh, Samadhi concentration on March 3rd, which is on my website. So I'd love for you to join me uh, to continue practicing together. It's been a pleasure and a delight and privilege. Thank you so much for your practice. Thank you so much for your cultivation, dear Sangha. It's always a pleasure to, to join you in these early mornings. Even though I'm not an early morning person, I just, I love joining you. Thank you so much. Be well. Take good care. Till next time.